Hello, and welcome back. On today's show, Mark and I are celebrating a very COVID Christmas 2020. We are in search of some kind of normalcy with Christmas, and we want you to come along with us. So stick around, because you know what? It is coming right up. Woohoo! And welcome back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. I'm Mark. <laughs> I'm Jenna. And this is our, uh, what, what did you say in the opening there? The, the A very COVID Christmas. A very COVID Christmas 2020. <laughs> yeah. Ah, this is great. Well, first of all, we always start off with our snack segment. Uh, we have a lot to talk about on today's show, a lot of food to talk like about. We haven't uh, been snacking enough. <laughs> I know. So uh, uh, what, do you, what do you have for our snack today, Jana? Well, Mark, we've got some peanut butter fudge. It actually, it's weird because fudge, I would say for both of us, means chocolate. Right. Um, this is peanut Fudgy butter chocolate. fudge. It's very pale. Actually, it's not even the color of peanut butter, really. Yeah, that's strange. It's, it's very pale. It's this? an ivory tone. What are you trying to feed me this time? <laughs> so... As you will uh, hear as the show goes on, we actually um, tried some of this, and it's really good. It tastes like peanut butter. It's also very sweet. And so I was telling Mark, you know what? We took just a little sample just to try it. When we get it back to my place, I want to put some semi-sweet chocolate with it to see if it maybe balances out some of the sweetness. She wanted to janitize it. And I did. Nothing is ever acceptable to her until she takes it home and adds her own touch. So I gave it an artistic chocolate drizzle. And uh, so I've skewered it with toothpicks. If you would like to try some peanut butter fudge yeah. with its now Nothing, I mean, like, artistic Like you said, we, we had a little bit of this before, but... Uh, uh-oh, hold it. They're stuck together. <laughs> there. There you go. But adding chocolate to anything really... I mean, I don't... Enhances things. I don't I know if it's going to make it even more sweet, but hopefully since it's semi-sweet and it's um, Hershey's Special Dark Chocolate is what I had. Mm. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe, or is it still just sweet and now it also tastes like chocolate? <laughs> you know what? The what? peanut butter overwhelms it. Oh, really? Not enough chocolate. Now that's interesting because I thought that this fudge was a very, um, Take a bite. mild peanut flavor. And I'll see if I can get a decent fudge. picture of you. Oh yeah. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> well, we've got tons of pictures already. Oh, that's right. We have a lot we of pictures of, of us pictures. with food and stuff like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I think I just got the perfect picture. Let me check and look at it. Mm. Yep. All right. That is a great picture, and it'll be posted on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. at Snack A Little. Mm-hmm. Remember, to, remember to check us out on oh. social media, at Snack A Little, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Mm. What do you think? What do you think of your janitized peanut butter fudge? Well, I mean, I think it's all right. It's still very sweet. It's good. It's just very sweet fudge. Mm. I make peanut butter fudge. It's really good. I'll make some. <laughs> mm. But I mean, yes, it would be nice with more chocolate. Sure. Yeah. More chocolate would be more like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Because mm-hmm. I can't even taste the chocolate. You say Reese's or Reese's? Well, you just said Reese's. So apparently you say Reese's like I do. <laughs> Because you, you know, know some do. people say Reese's. They do. Don't you want to kick them? Kick yeah, them in the ankle? Because the TV... <laughs> the TV... Wait, is that a short joke? <laughs> <laughs> I can't reach my kick up higher than an ankle? <laughs> Listen, giantess. <laughs> 
this has uh, been an ongoing thing this for is, the last this is couple a, of days. This is a banter back and forth from two people <laughs> right. who took a little trip together. Yeah. And uh, well, let, first of all, let's, uh, do you want to tell where you, where you got the fudge from? Yeah, let's talk about the fudge. Guys, we have been, it was like an, it was like an eating tour, which is yeah. not specifically what we were there for, but we knew that would be part of it. But right, right, yes, right. Yes, an, an eating tour nonetheless. Um, let's see here. So this one came from a place called the Old Ye Old Danish Food Farm. And actually the ye I added there. It just sounds like if you say Old Danish, <laughs> you have to say Ye Old Danish Food Farm. And um, they had a bunch of different kinds of fudges. We had tried different chocolate items and i thought it might be nice to try something a little bit different at this place so why not peanut butter you know the other thing that intrigued me was because it was so pale i'm thinking they must be wrong that can't be peanut butter because right right peanut butter is usually I, I saw that too when brown. i saw it in their case i was like that's not peanut butter that's right. like divinity or something like that but it's very peanut flavored yeah you can't tell i think difference. it's just got a, a crap ton of peanut oil i don't know what, no. what could it be because peanut butter Especially uh, pe- being a peanut butter snob like I am, I get the stuff that's just ground up peanuts. There's no added color or anything like that. And it's a dark, you know, caramel color. My guess is, yes, there's peanut butter in there. But my guess is that also there's probably a lot of maybe marshmallow fluff and powdered sugar. Hmm. Okay. And maybe a little bit of vanilla. I've never made fudge, so I don't know exactly what goes into it, except for goodness. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> And we and we got this the the place you got the 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 old what was it again I just want to give them the yeah. plug yeah oh yes heck yes so it's the old Danish food farm there's their plug do, do, and do, that's do, in do. Solvang California and we will get to that soon but now let's transition over to uh, our search for Christmas we wanted to search for a uh, Christmas little little you know through the cloud of COVID so uh, we took a little trip. North from where we live here in Southern California. And Jana, where did we go first? Well, you know, we went to Santa Barbara. Let me, I want to insert in here quickly. Okay. I had read something about the most Christmassy town uh, in California. Right. Was Solvang, California. (laughs) Solvang. 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 So this has been going on since we planned this trip. Because I say Solvang. Yeah, she says Solvang. I put the... uh, the wrong emphasis, emphasis on the bang. on the, wrong <laughs> on the bang. syllable. <laughs> right. So I thought, how nice would this be, especially while everything is so wackadoodle in the world? Right. Find because out, of COVID nineteen. Did a little bit of research, and they were still like decorating the town, and it's not that far to go, far to go, and um, <laughs> so why not? And. Uh, I just wanted to check it out. So Mark was game. Right. I said, you know what? I'm I'm tired, for one, of the coronavirus. Coronavirus! Heck but yes. when Jana said, hey, let's take a road trip. Let's go up a few hours north of us and uh, go to Solvang and check things out. And uh, it sounded like a good idea to me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we went by way of the coast. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Oh, it was fantastic. What a... I tell you, so for those of you in other parts of the world and other parts of the United States, this was two days of the best weather to do something like this. It was in the low 70s, both days, clear. 
you could see forever. Even driving from where we are out in a deep valley that normally has a you know pollution settles in mm-hmm. and all that. And there've been fires the whole time. Remember, I, so I was driving. I kept saying, "Look how far you could see across the valley." Sun sparkling on the water like diamonds. Unbelievable! I mean, it was amazing. And, yeah. and uh, we have some pictures that we will post on our social media to uh, prove our point. On oh my that. gosh! You know, you would think that there had been some filter magic going on with some of these shots. Right. No, it was just that beautiful. No filters at all. It was a fantastic. Fantastic. The weather was great and the company was in the winter. Decent. It, it was, was all right. right hanging out with each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so the first place that we just had to stop, we weren't necessarily going to, but we knew that we didn't have to be in a rush. You get to, to Santa Barbara. I mean, ah, yeah. we're on Santa Barbara. We're on we're looking right at the coast on our left. The ocean just right there right there. Right. How could you not stop? Oh yeah. Santa Barbara's great. It's a very ritzy town. Yeah, there's uh, some money going on there in I Santa think, Barbara. Was there a soap opera called Santa Barbara? I believe you're right. And also, I think the show, uh, uh, oh, darn it, now I can't think of it. Psych. The show Psych is oh, set okay. in, in Santa Barbara, which is a funny crime I would imagine probably show. a lot of our artists um, probably make their homes in Santa Barbara and just in the surrounding area. Right. N- uh, Neverland Ranch is not directly in Santa Barbara. We looked it up and I think it's Los, Los Olivos or how are you saying Yeah, wherever that? it is, we it was not anywhere near because we did want to check out Neverland Ranch just to say we've been by there. We've right. looked at Even it or something closed, like that. Right. But... Who knows if it even has any indication that it's still there. Right. But uh, uh, we did not but go But why to not? That. Because we thought... We, we're going to save that for another trip. <laughs> another time. <laughs> yes. That'll be our Neverland But yeah, we show. stopped there. It was beautiful. We just, we just took our time. And, um, you know... People got to eat. That's right, and we <laughs> and we like to eat. So we, we went. Do. So we got there relatively. You got. We we were hungry. And we wanted yeah. to get something, and we went to. We made a point not to eat breakfast we, before we left. Right. We went right to downtown Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. and we found a little strip mall that had a couple places open. Now, mind you, everything is open for takeout. You can walk in. Right. You can stand in line and social distance, get your order, but then you got to go. All the tables and stuff mm-hmm. outside are are taken up or stacked up or have. Uh, either ropes or or tape around them so that you can't use them. It's really off putting, quite frankly. Yeah. But what? So what did you get? You went. <laughs> I <laughs> I wanted some avocado toast. Listen, I can and have made my own avocado toast because I like avocados and I like it on toast. I like avocados as well, but it's like a trendy thing. It is. Avocado it is a den- definitely a, a California thing. thing. You so can that go makes to me a- want to reject it. You go to a lot of open air markets and there are places now that are serving avocado toast, but it's not just avocado on toast. They put a lot of different uh, extras, a little different toppings on there. And so I'm intrigued. I want to know how do they make their avocado toast? (laughs) And um, so I went to a place called Backyard Bulls, which was just a couple of shops down from where you went. Right. Ordered. I went went to the uh, Santa Barbara Roasting Mm -hmm. Company and I got a Danish. (laughs) Yes. In preparation for all the Danish stuff in Solvang, but right, uh, <laughs> pastry. I don't aroma. even know why. But so I overpaid for a Danish because it's Santa Barbara and it's Santa Barbara prices, and mine was like three fifty four dollars or something like that for something that you can get at the store for ninety nine cents. Yeah. So so once again, this is particularly for people who are listening who are not from around here, especially when if you don't even know when we talk about Santa Barbara. Just keep in mind, this is a very, very expensive bajillion dollar properties in the area. Oh, right, and lots right. lots of um, celebrities, probably athletes, 
from this area, this is where they make their homes. It's, it's and, and we could not expensive. just stop at a uh, McDonald's or a Taco Bell because yeah. there wasn't any in sight. Yeah. It's my understanding. I could be completely wrong on this, but I, I, the feeling that I get from knowing Santa Barbara, because I have been there years before, is that the city won't even allow fast food joints to be in that town. That's how ritzy. They're like, we don't need that. There's probably not a Walmart. I don't mm-hmm. even think, I don't even know if there's a Target there. I don't know. Thank but, good uh, thank goodness we blend right in. <laughs> don't we? <laughs> we don't stand out like a sore thumb amongst those folks no, at all. No, no. So what did you so you got the avocado toast. So yeah. Jenna, avocado toast. Okay. Eight dollars. Avocado <laughs> It was eight dollars. Seven ninety five. Eight dollars plus of course we have the tax and I'm sure you gave a tip as well. I tipped, yep. Give a tip for something where you stand in line and oh, they hand it yep. to you over the counter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you gave them a tip. I did. Yep. What what did they do out of the ordinary? Uh, they didn't. It's just that these places are struggling, <laughs> and even though they're struggling in Santa Barbara, I still want to. So on my four dollar fifty four dollar and fifty Danish, I gave him a one dollar tip too. Even okay. though the guy reached over, actually the the guy who it was, did it, it was a one dollar tip. He asked, and this was at the Santa Barbara Roasting Company, yeah, coffee coffee joint there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid there uh, said, "Hey, do you want that warmed up?" I'm like, I never even thought of that. What? So I was like, all right. Yeah. I'll take it warmed Heck up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he slapped it in the microwave or a toaster oven. I don't Probably know what. put it under his armpit. But it... <laughs> okay, hold on, Red, just a minute. Go back there and between his. You know, it was a little salty. Uh... <laughs> all right, it was, but that was great. But it was like when Jana came out, because I thought she was, what did I think you were going to get? I didn't th- we were all looking for something light because we knew we were going to be yeah. eating at uh, other establishments later on and, and eating heavily. Yeah. And uh, but she came out with her avocado to eight dollars. Guys, it's so beautiful. I have a picture of it. It's uh, got watermelon radish, uh-huh. microgreens, uh, pickled red onion, and um, yellow peppers, and then the avocado on sourdough. And it oh, and a sprinkle of salt to sea salt. <sighs> it's so good. <laughs> it was so good and beautiful. A work of art. And come on, you got to admit it was beautiful. Yeah, it did look great, but yeah. not eight dollars. I did, I would do it again. And so I believe if if you can, I realize that not everybody can, but if you can, and I want to experience, okay, even though I'm from California, I mean, I've had, like I say, I've had avocado toast before and I can make my own. It would be much, much cheaper. But I do want to experience some of this stuff. We, this was a mini vacation for all of us, each right. of us. There were three of us. Um was a mini vacation. So yeah, I do want to experience. All right, you make avocado toast, bring it. Right. Yes, there were three of us. Uh, uh, we brought our niece, Kara. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Kara Mia was there with she, us. She had a, hopefully she had a good time. I think she did. I think she did, too. Yeah, it was, it was a time for her to spend with adults and uh, goofing off and being funny and goofy yep. and crazy. Yep. And Do I a think little relaxing. She's just she's finished a, out another uh, semester at school. She's an adult, but college. Right. And it was just, it was great to have her there. So that was yep. a... So that's why we, if we say we, we, we had the three of us there because Jan and I do not, you know, we, and we had a separate rooms. We did. I just want to point out to everyone because a lot of people think on our show, they think you and I are a thing. They do. Yeah. We're, we're a thing, but we're a friend thing. Well, some people probably don't know that, you know, I mean, Mark is married, but Mark was married. Right. <laughs> Mark That's a still, whole different show. It is, let's, but just let's, so that right, right. I'm I'm uh, on my way to not being married. Yeah, just <laughs> <because> ladies. 
I'm just putting it out there because we've talked about your wife in the past. So people would be like, thinking, right. why would they be thinking that there is a thing when there's a wife? Right, right, right. Okay. So there's still, there's no thing between us. We're still friends. There wasn't and there isn't. We're only friends. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, All right. Back to, so the next meal that we had, because this is about food. Yes. What else would we have oh, there, Santa Barbara? Goodness. We went to a place. So on there's a street on Santa Barbara. It's the place to go. The During main, the COVID year, the not street. so much. But right. it's called State Street. And there's so much to eat and see and buy and shop. When you're in Santa Barbara, you got to go up and down State Street. Right. It is the main drag that yep. goes uh, east to west. I guess technically, yeah. Because of uh, at the end of it, you can go all the way to the one end. It'll take you right to the beach. I mean, that doesn't suck. Yeah, it's a place that we found. Well, we had to find places that are open, obviously. So we right. found a place called Joe's Cafe. My stepfather's named Joe, so we figured he's like telling us this is the place From right here. The grave. <laughs> There's where you need to eat. <laughs> there we go. Da, 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 da. We just did Paranormal Corner right there. <laughs> I ordered a Philly cheesesteak because I'm a sucker for a chili cheesesteak. <laughs> I'm also tired, by the way. <laughs> Wait, so just explain. We just got back from our trip, from our two-day trip, from the drive. We did, yeah. we took about an hour break, and now we're doing and the show. right at so it. So this show is coming to you fresh. fresh. Hot off the presses. Fresh show. Yeah, so you had the Philly cheesecake. Steak. I, I can't even say it. <laughs> we're fine, you know though. I'm hungry for the cheesecake. <laughs> what I'm going to say, I got, I actually got the... Uh, Caesar chicken salad, or the chicken Caesar salad. It was a Caesar salad with chicken added on to it uh-huh. because I knew all the gluttony that was coming up. So I better, you know, I better right. eat something healthy so I can justify it. Right. <laughs> and it was expensive. Dang, it was expensive. For a place that's called Joe's Cafe, you know. But you know how expensive Santa right. Barbara can be. And this is on the main drag in Santa Barbara. And it was, uh, I think. Oh, you know what? Where is my receipt? God darn it! I put my receipts away. Thought I was all prepped for this show, That's but okay. uh, uh, let me let me get. It I, I just got to say, my Philly cheesesteak sandwich was probably the best one I've ever had. It was delicious. My salad was average, honestly. The amount of chicken was pretty good. It would have been nice to have it cut up. There was only four pieces of chicken, and they were rather large. I mm-hmm. mean, they certainly. But it was like I like my salads to be diced. Yes. And this was not. So I didn't like that. And uh, also, when we got the receipt, on the receipt, and this is something that I did not like, was a dollar added to it because it was a to-go item. And you don't have any choice. And I didn't like that because of coronavirus. Coronavirus! It was... It was like, well, this is all we can do. Yeah. Do they? We, and we don't know if they've added it on just for coronavirus. Or, coronavirus! Or if they've added it on, or if that's their policy all the time to right. cover the containers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. But to yeah. me, putting just putting an extra dollar on there as a line item is, I, I didn't like that at all. So I didn't give them a tip. Because the... I my, tipped them. My chicken Caesar salad was $16.58. Oh, I hear you. I, I don't remember what each, what the cost was of what my niece and I ordered, but all totaled with the tip, I it was $42 for the yeah. two um, it was entrees. very expensive salad. But, you know, we, Mark and I talked to the people. This is unbeknownst to, I don't know if you'd looked at your receipt at that point, but, I mean, we talked to them about how were they doing, how's their business, and they right. said they were feeling it, that they're managing so far. Uh, but that they're feeling it. And it's tough because they had an outdoor patio thing set up because uh, right now State Street, that main street, is, is shut down to traffic uh, so that people can walk around better and everything. Yeah. 
but they have they had a structure outside where their outdoor patio was mm-hmm. and they said that they they built that and that was compliant and then they had to take half the tables away from that and now they have no table and it's right. look i understand it's a struggle for all these people right. i mean i know i'm complaining about the dollar extra thing but you know i'm a cheapskate that's how what i do but yeah they were feeling it and and it just it was sad to see, all up and down the street you yep. saw you saw restaurants like this that had outdoor things that they had put up temporary nice looking things that can't be used. I mean, we we got our food. We ate, we went back to eat it in the car because see, of that. See, here's part of the problem that that I see is they're they're discouraging people from sitting anywhere and eating now. You can't sit somewhere and eat outside, and so it would be more of a discouraging discouragement to stop somewhere like this in particular. And get food because then what? Then you got to find a place to walk because you can't park up and down State Street. Right, right. Um, you got to find some place to park. You got to walk back to your car. Then you end up with like soggy or cool food. And I would think that it's going to, it makes it even more of a struggle for these restaurants. Right, right. Exactly. Because we, we actually chose to, and, 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 uh, to eat at, uh, well, I, I guess we'll mention it. It's, but we went to the uh, Santa Barbara Mission. We did, yeah. Yeah, so we have, went. Have we some went nice. There. Uh... Yeah, we went there to have a nice view while we ate, sat in the car. But but the thing is, is because of that, uh, you know, our food was a little bit little. Well, my salad didn't get cold. Necessarily. My my food was actually still warm, but they put it's a great container actually that they put it in great cover it keeps the food warm. It was probably about a ten minute or so drive yeah. that we even stopped to take a picture of some. It's just beautiful in Santa Barbara. Bottom line. We would stop and take pictures all throughout the everything. Right. So right. we stopped and took a couple of pictures before we got to the mission. But because that's of that, only about so, ten so, minutes away tops. And I don't think it took that much away from our food. But in general, the fact that you have to go out and you can't just sit there and eat hot food. Right. You have to take it somewhere. You know, fries may get soggy. They get steamed a little bit. And it's bit. just like, oh man, it's just yeah. such a tough situation for these restaurants. It and is. Everything. Yeah. And we're against it. But but we did get to get to the Mission Santa Barbara. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. We ha- we have a couple of pictures from there too. Yes, it's fantastic. It's up on the, it's up on the hill, the foothills, and the view from the steps of that, you can see the ocean. I got a good shot Pacific of that ocean. from from the it's steps amazing. where you can see the Pacific Ocean and you can see what a beautiful day it was. So we got a couple of those pictures that we will also post on our social media channels. And again for people who are not from around here, we have missions uh up and down the coast. Yeah, the missions, missions, well, that's a whole, man, we could do it. Uh, we can. We can do a National Geographic show on we this. We sure can. Uh, the, the California missions, I believe there's 20, oh, shoot, there's 23 of them? We'll do 20, a show. something like that? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, the, it was the uh, uh, the Spanish came through Mexico and uh, were converting the natives to Catholicism by, and by building these missions all up and down the state of California. And when you're in a, enrolled in California schools, it's, it's mandatory. I think it's third or fourth grade. You actually do a you know couple week segment on the California missions. It's that important to and our a lot state. of kids. Usually end up doing some kind of a diorama. Right, they have to create it and then reports yep. and stuff like that. So in California, there it's a really big thing. Yeah, and uh, which is interesting to me because in California, religion's not a big thing in public school. Right, however. The, the history mm-hmm. of bringing Catholicism to California, for some reason, has made it through. Yeah. So They're beautiful buildings, and it's certainly, um, if, if you haven't, it's something you might want to see. And we could not visiting. do full tours of the mission because of... Yeah, that's Coronavirus! Right. However, 
there was morning mass going on outside in front of the mission and right. even music that was and great. bells. That was great. Oh, so yeah. we were serenaded and had a beautiful view. We had the ocean to our right. It was and the a good way to, to eat our, our <laughs> very expensive late <laughs> yes, it lunch, was. early dinner. But that wasn't enough. We decided at some point in the afternoon we probably should get some ice cream. Right. For, Finish uh, off the day with some afters. ice cream. We went to a place called Coach's Ice Cream. Okay. Wow. So we were traveling all up and down the coast. So Coach's is located, do you, do you remember where it was? Thousand Oaks. Thousand Oaks. Yeah. Coach's Ice Cream. And it was a great place. In it fact, was. It was fantastic. It's sports themed. Actually, baseball themed. Baseball, yeah. Actually, it's for Californians. It was Dodger. It's Southern California. Dodger versus Angels themed. Yes, that's right. And it was just fantastic. It was, it was like an old ice cream shop. Clean as a whistle. This place looks like you want your food establishment to look. Oh, yeah. There was a guy in there so willing to help us. They had three different. This is important to mention because he was so willing to accommodate what we were asking for. So they had three different size cups or you can do the waffle cones. Um, I had asked him, I said, well, I think I want a medium. I said, but is it possible for me to get one scoop, but like to split it in half? And he said, I'll let you do three different flavors for a one scooper. (laughs) I'm like, what? So it is still considered one scoop, but right. I didn't have to settle for for just the one flavor. Right. I figured I was asking for too much. You want three flavors, you're getting three scoops, and you're paying for it. Right. Nope. He was very willing to charge me for one, but to split it up. And into... because that was the deal, yeah. both Kara and I said, mm, we'll go for that I'm deal, too. I'm on that too. train, too. <laughs> because it had, he had a lot of different flavors it was hard there. To choose. And it was like, you know what? Let's do this. And I tell you, it was great stuff. And I had asked the guy, I said, is this a, a franchise? Because it was so clean in there. Yeah. The marketing, the promotion, the advertising, the the thing. And he said, no, this is just an independent business. Yeah. And we had never heard of it before. So, yeah. I mean, you're wondering. Okay, right. Because it, it seemed like, and yeah. I told him, I said, well, your marketing is great. This looks like a national chain yeah. store of something. But it was so great and clean. The he ice said we've worked was... so hard on it. Thank you. Right. I appreciate that. You know, I asked there was so there was nobody in there uh, when when we were sitting late, outside. Late afternoon, and, yep. and it was warm outside. And this yep. is when you would think there'd be people showing up for ice nobody cream. Nobody came in. Well, once we were inside, nobody came in when we left and sat out in the parking, parking lot, lot eating, eating our ice cream because of and I'm not uh, yeah, and I'm not saying that to make people like you know, stay away from coaches. I'm telling you that because I asked him how are things doing. You know, well with all this, and he said, well day by day. And I just got a sinking feeling, you know, when that's his response, and you're looking at there's just nobody here. This, I, the ice cream was delicious. The store Great was beautiful. Stuff. So much selection. A I, the very bathroom nice was, man. The bathroom was clean. I used the bathroom. The bathroom was nice and shiny clean in there. Y'all look for coaches in Thousand Oaks. Go this there and get is, yourself some ice cream. It oh. was, it was a, it's a great place to support. They're open uh, during COVID. So that's right. That's right. So that's uh, that. That's the that, first so that, part. So that of was our, our food that was our tour. that was our trip up. We got plenty more food coming to you. I, let me tell you uh, that that was our first. Uh, that was everything on on the first day, day right? One. That we yep. did, yeah. Yep. Day so one. on our second trip, the uh, second day portion yeah. was that we were looking for Christmas in this town that was deemed the most Christmas town in California. In California, heck yes. And so how did that go? By the way, y'all, we've talked about Hallmark movies before. That's what I was expecting it to look like. I want it to look like a Christmassy Hallmark movie. Right. Like we're Christmas, walking Christmas, into a Christmas, Christmas card. Yes. Christmas is everywhere. Now, Solvang, I've known, I've never been there, but I do know from other people that have gone there, it is a Danish 
community. It is a, a city where the main downtown area for blocks is modeled after uh, some place in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Or not, not specifically, but just in general. I mean, there's windmills. Yep. The, the Kind of Tudor sort of looking right. buildings. I don't know how else to describe them, but Tudor. But it's I don't know if Danish. that's chalet. <laughs> well, but it has what, a Tudor look to right. it. Right, so it, so yeah, you know, certainly has has the look, and and yep. uh, so we knew we knew that was what we were expecting, and shops yes. like that, but yeah. th- but uh, we were expecting, you know, look like a Christmas card. Yeah, and it didn't exactly. I mean, no, there was some Christmassiness. There was. I mean, mind you, this was daylight. Right. When we got there, because we wanted to see what it looks like during the day, and and you know, look at all the shops and all of that, right? And you know, make it easier to find more food <laughs> because <laughs> I gotta eat. Because <laughs> that's what we do is eat. We do, um, yeah. So you know what? And actually, <sighs> there are bakeries everywhere. Yep. And there are chocolatiers. Yeah. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. Lots of wine and beer tasting. Right. And a lot of restaurants. Right. Am I missing anything? Um, souvenir stores. Lots of that. Gift shops. Right. Yep. Gift yep. shop. Gift yep. shops. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them just say uh, something like, I, I'm trying to think of what the name of one of these was. Oh, Socks and Stuff. That right. was the name of one of the stores. So <laughs> I guess you have to go inside so you can find out what all the other stuff is. Right. <laughs> but you know you're going to find socks. But I got to tell you, it kind of reminded me of Egypt. And Tijuana, Mexico, because it's a very it's a very tourist area. Oh yeah. And what it reminded me of that is that there were only these five stores. I mean, for the most part, it's either going to be wait, what did you say? Either a bakery, bakery, a chocolatier, a gift shop, Mm -hmm. wine and beer, and then there are some varied restaurants. But it's like the same thing. It's not a lot of variety. No. Although there was. there was one that actually intrigued me. I took a picture of it, and I'm going to post that on our uh, on our page. It was someone that, you know, Jana talked about socks and stuff. There was one place that combined a candy store with a dress shop, and it was called Downey's Dress Shop and Candy World. And we looked in the window, <laughs> and I got right. a picture yep. of it, yep. and you can see there's dresses in the window, Showing and then, uh, what? Uh, barrels. Barrels of candy. Going all the way all to the, the back of down. the store. And it was just like, what an odd combination. A candy shop and a dress store. Well, this has nothing to do with Solvang. 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 Accent is on the first syllable. <laughs> and Christmas. But, um, you know, where Norco. Christmas. Christmas. You know where Norco is. Right. Um, it's not far from us. There is a shop there. Well, there was a shop there that's um, tuxedos and tamping. Tam- <laughs> Camping equipment. Now, I, I thought you were going to say tuxedos and tampons, and, tampons. and I was going to say that is weird. <laughs> that is weird. But so are tuxedos and camping equipment. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, wow. So, what was our first uh, meal? So, well, of course, we had to start again with breakfast, right? <laughs> so we went to a place called Burkholm's Danish Bakery. Ah. We knew we had to fight. You know what, y'all? It's so hard to decide where to stop. Right. Because the bakeries are everywhere. And, and, and they smell good. And, and we asked a few people, oh, right. have you ever eaten here before? A lot of them were visitors like us. Right, right. They're, so to find know. a regular to tell you, oh, this is the spot. 
So yeah, we went there, uh, bought a few different, you know, when you're never sure what to get, if you haven't tried this, just ask the people that are helping you, ask the waitress at the restaurant, ask the girl behind the counter. Hopefully they have an opinion because <laughs> sometimes they're not that much help. But usually somebody will say, well, my favorite is this. This lady said, well, what we're known for is this. She pointed out their chocolate eclairs right, and, or cream puffs, sorry, their chocolate cream puffs. And also she said our pastries. And so I got a few different danishes, a fruit one, a chocolate one, and a bear claw. And also I got us some cream puffs. Now, mind you, I had already had a danish the day before. Yeah. So I was I was danished out at that point, but I looked around and they had this chocolate flugelbog. Is that what what is it? Do you ever <laughs> whatever it was? That it was, was four dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but it was basically it was a chocolate. It was marshmallow on top of a cookie dipped in chocolate, something like that. And I I don't know if this is how you pronounce it, flugelbog. I think that sounds pretty good, don't you? I don't know. I'm going to hit the bell on that one. I want to say it again, flugelbog. <laughs> Anyways, it was pretty good. My got the one that I got had uh, marzipan, which I don't know why I continue to get something that says marzipan because I think, oh, you that's can't exotic. Help that's exotic. You for, and then you forget it's almond paste, right? And then I forget. <laughs> oh, I don't like the taste of it that much at all. Why do I keep doing this? Because I'm an idiot. You should try that. Well, you did last year. We had the uh, Christmas cake that I covered it in marzipan frosting, and that was right. actually good. Right. But because I had to janitize that Christmas cake. Right. It didn't start out with marzipan <laughs> topping. That's very popular in England, by the way. So so that's what we had in that store. In fact, I think we have a we have a picture of those. Oh, yeah. The, the pastries, the, by the, the way. The Florida Yes. And uh, so we and, got a picture in that store. And of the pastries, and the pastries were delicious. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. But we weren't so, done eating. That was just the no, beginning of the day. No. Now, see, the way I look at it, to me, the whole town is like a salad bar, and I just wanted to get a little bit from everything that we walked into. Well, so then we had to try three different chocolate tears. <laughs> <laughs> and we did. And you know what? There was even one. Wasn't there one that was out of business? Or not out of business, or closed, or they weren't open yet? So most of yes. the shops most of the shops were open. It looks like a couple of them were actually closed yeah. because yeah. of uh, coronavirus. Coronavirus! Yeah, I think there was... And there I mean, was a couple like that, were that weren't than, open until yeah. noon or yeah. something. I'm thinking... On and, a Saturday. And this is a tourist town... And this is a tourist area. I mean, we were right in the heart of the downtown tourist area. There were there were enough people there that, that I would have, in this situation, I would have uh, shown up early and opened. But even at depend, 10, 10 o'clock or something. Depends on who owns it or who so. manages it and whether or not they feel, or maybe, you know, health, who knows. So let's go through our chocolatiers and what we got there. Well, <laughs> okay, so we already told you about the Burkholms where we had the Danishes. Yes, and we did the... The Chocolatiers, the old Danish food farm, which is where we got the um, the fudge that we're having today. Right, right. Uh, we went to Artisan Cafe and Gelato. We, well, first of all, their chocolates are designer chocolate. It oh is artisan, and it's it's beautiful. Oh my gosh! It was uh, the, it. I don't know if they had a printer that printed the uh, colors and everything on know. them, but it was unbelievable. And yeah, I decided I wanted to have one of their. I mean, they, they, it was great. In fact, I took a picture of what I bought. I didn't. I should have taken a picture of the entire. I should have too. Cabinet because yeah, it was. It looked like you know what you got. You guys, it looked like. Mo, I'm sure you've seen this before if you're really into chocolate because I have seen chocolate like this before. It looks like it's mosaic. Yeah, it looks like it was yeah. pieced together tiles. It, it was like, and for those of you in the United States, because I don't know if C's candy goes beyond our borders, but it, 
It looked like C's candy got kicked up a few notches. <laughs> yes, I yeah. would say so. And yeah. uh, in fact, the the lady behind the counter, I don't know if it was. She said it was her husband was the chocolatier, but she said, "Oh, so and so, he does this, that," and she's giving him his, his whole history. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, "All right, lady, uh, can you just give me my chocolate just give me already?" The chocolate. <laughs> okay. But I got I got a little. Uh, it was a chocolate truffle that was dark chocolate with coated in dark chocolate or something like that. Just Whatever it was, and chocolate. Uh, and it looked great, and it was about one inch square. By a half inch tall, so it was you know pretty small for a truffle, or or you know smaller than like the truffles that Jana makes, but uh, it so was that's probably like sixty nine cents, right? It was two dollars, <laughs> two yeah. flipping dollars, and I don't but, mean flipping, but it's artisan. Two dollars, artisan, un freaking, and I don't mean freaking believable. <laughs> And I can't believe that I paid that for it. I got one and I split it in half with my niece Kara and I. We we shared it and it was um, chocolate sea salt truffle and it was it was good. Well, my my dark chocolate one, it was good, but it you know, not two dollars for something that small. Maybe you should have tried the one with um, the balsamic reduction. Oh yeah, they had stuff with I balsamic should have. in there. I should it have was... tried that because I mean I'm not opposed to the idea. So it was like someone janitized everything in there and then decided to kick up the price. But, uh, so, but you know, like I said, if you're, as you know, listening to the show, I'm into chocolate. That's why I did that. But I tell you, I would not buy a bunch of those when I, for $2, I can buy a package of Trader Joe's chocolate chips and that'll last me three days. We went to another place called Ingeborg's and actually that's where the fleur de bol came from. Oh, okay. That's yeah. right. That's right. The fleur de bol. de bol chicken. I think it's F-L-O-D-E-B-O-L-L-E, I think. And so I can be pronouncing it all wrong, but Probably. I like saying it the way I'm saying it. If we have any l- listeners from Denmark, please let Is us know how to pronounce it and what it might mean. But in the meantime, let's talk about lunch. What do we What do we do for lunch? Dude. It was oh, it was a late lunch, right? We had a yeah. late lunch, so it was kind of like a lunch dinner thing. We were in the mood for going to the sausage garden. <laughs> <laughs> Get us some sausage. <laughs> you know, it was interesting. As much as there's restaurants all over, there's a Mexican restaurant, uh, and there's some restaurants that say, "Oh, we have one one uh, Danish dish." Yeah, and, well, uh, and there were some. Pl- there were a couple places that both had the name Viking in the name. Right, right. So that seemed Danish-ish. But, but. Uh, but there were long lines at some yeah, of these. Yeah, there were long lines at some of them. We didn't want to do a long line. And so we went to, what, what was the name of the, it was, was it called the Sausage Garden? The Sausage Garden. <laughs> and it was the Sausage Garden. I want to be in a Sausage Garden <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> so, this is great, though, because this, so I I have this, um, this love affair with the idea of finding great places that are hidden and out of the way. And this right. was certainly that. I don't know how they ever do any business anytime. Right. Because right. it was along, there was it was a between line. two buildings. Uh, yeah, at but, the back end of it. But I think, I think, see, this is the problem. I think most, or, or part of the reason it looked like it was, and it was at the back of the building where we did the ordering. Yeah. But that's because the front of it was their dining area You're and right. everything that was closed because yeah. of. Yeah, all the seating all the was tables put up. Was, it's like, don't do this. Right. Don't tables sit here. turned over upside down and stacked and stuff like that. And I think that might be people sitting out there eating might be the appeal normally. Right. People say, wow, look at all these people sitting there eating. Let's go see yeah. what that is. So we went to the back, and it was great. They had sausages. And this is what I really liked because, look, we could have gone Mexican food. We could have gone to any of the other places. But we wanted to get something from Denmark. You know, yeah. this is a Danish community. 
you know, the, the whole theme. We wanted to stick with the theme. And they had sausages from a lot of different countries. And so which they one did. did you do? <laughs> I just asked you that as you took a bite of fudge. <laughs> Bockwurst, which is not Danish. Right. But you got the German Bockwurst. Mm-hmm. I got the, uh, they actually had a triple sausage sampler plate that you could get. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. And I got that. And I got the, uh, uh, shoot, I wish I would have wrote down the names. I got a sausage from Poland. Yep, Polish sausage. I, got a, mm-hmm. I also got the Bockwurst. Not the bratwurst. I got the bockwurst, and that was from Germany. And then I got the oh my gosh, I remember the name. I kind of remember it was like rod pole or something like that. <laughs> it was, it was, it was something that I said to Janet. Said that was my nickname in high school, mm-hmm. but it was, <laughs> it was rod pula or something like that. But it was a Danish sausage, and uh, it was all pretty good. I. Yeah, I forget which one was which. Well, one of them was a little bit bland. That was probably the one, the Bockwurst. And uh, but, that's and what one, I had. And, and I one was really good, and one was right in the middle. And they gave you sauces with it, and that was really good. Oh, they gave yeah. you three different types of mustard. Mm-hmm. There Spice, was like it was very grainy, uh, spicy right, mustard, regular mustard, raw seed mustard, and then a jalapeno mustard, a thing of ketchup, and I think there was sauerkraut. something else. Well, in I got there. sauerkraut. Oh, I got sauerkraut mm-hmm. in there. And that was great. I liked it. And that was pretty spendy. I, of course, I got the three, yes. the three meat uh, sausage plate and all that. And then I also got a strawberry lemonade, which is really good. Very good. And I think mine cost a little over 20 bucks. Yeah. But, you know, I was expecting that. 16 I, I was prepped already from our trip to Santa Barbara. So this was, we knew. you know, yeah, we knew we were going to spend money here. And, but, but it was good. It was good food. But again, we had to take our food and try to find somewhere to eat. We were fortunate that as we were going to go back to the car, which mm-hmm. was in a nearby parking lot, free parking, by the way, uh, we were going to go all the way to the, uh, a few blocks to that parking lot, sit in the car and eat. But we did find one of, there was a b- open bench on the sidewalk and we were able to sit on that open bench and, and uh, the three of us were able to eat our, eat our uh, eat late, our, late lunch, eat, early dinner. Eat our sausage. <laughs> <laughs> So we did. So I watched there as Jana was putting the meat in her mouth. <laughs> it was good stuff. Uh, oh, by the way, and fries. Good right. fries. Oh, yeah. Those fries were good. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so we're looking for Christmas. And like I said, there was even one store. I don't remember what kind of store it was. It was the one that was closed, but they had a Christmas tree in the window. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Well, a couple of restaurants closed, right. but they still had some decor. But they had still some had some decor. Christmas decorations. Yep. So that was, that was good to see. But we didn't see an overwhelming part of it. And I had mentioned before when we drove through town the first time, I said, you know, there were, it looked Christmassy at that park. Right. There was a park in the area, yeah, and they had did. a big giant Christmas tree that was decorated. And while we were eating our sausage fest, uh, we heard some singing, live singing going on. We did. And so we said, that sounds like it's coming from the park. Mm-hmm. So what did we do? Well, we finished with our sausage, and we <laughs> walked to the park. This is, mind you, again, this is what, three blocks? Right. Right. Yeah, there's probably three blocks. Three small worth blocks, of, yeah, not like of, New York of, City blocks. Of the same thing in every at every block. <laughs> right, same things in every store, same five stores. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, we it was easy peasy. We went up to the park, and sure enough, it's uh, probably dusk. I would say when right. we got there, and um, there are people up on stage. There's well, there's a woman singing, 
A Christmas Carol. They were doing a Christmas pageant, mm-hmm. talking about the story of the birth of Christ. A ginormous decorated tree. The lights were on the Christmas tree, and actually there were lights on other trees in the park. Right. And there were a lot of people out there sitting in chairs with masks most, on. Most of most uh, everybody had We a wore mask. our masks most of the time. You and yeah. Kara did almost all the yeah. time. I'm, we're I'm around the, my mom a lot. So. Right. I'm, I'm the rebel that said, you know, I'm only going to wear a mask when I have to. <clears throat> and again, Excuse we me. were very lucky that we... Here, here's a park... That when we drove by earlier, there were people look like getting ready. We were like, oh, maybe something's happening because people are setting up chairs and stuff like that. Their own chairs, I should say. And we got there after it already started. Yeah. And we found an empty bench. Lucky us. And we were yeah. able. So I think. And we were away from people. I think that. Yeah. Still. Like, I think the Christmas spirit was uh, helping us out there. I think so. I mean, really, when you think about it, all those people and we had that bench to ourselves it well, was and, so and as the sun was setting the park came alive with the fairy lights everywhere and it was sparkling and there was a christmas pageant as it turns out it wasn't just somebody singing up on a stage right. they had ballerina dancers they had the three wise men they had the entire christmas story and a christmas pageant going on and they even had a sermon from who we think might might have been the mayor we we're, think, we're not sure. We're not sure. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been the pastor of a church that put it on. But but it was really nice. It was a great cap to that evening because we were looking. We didn't feel the Christmas spirit as much. Yeah. Uh, but that, like I said, I, I think that we were destined we, to see that. Absolutely. You know, we were enjoying our getaway. I mean, my gosh, beautiful and food. And it was fun and interesting to finally see Solvang. And... Um, but that's not all. But wait, there's more. That's right. We could not possibly stop and say, oh, well, let me see. We had uh, breakfast. We snacked. We had snacks and snacks. And then had a late, a little. late lunch, early dinner, and then watched a pageant. Oh. What? what? We also saw a guy, before we got up and did what I think you're talking about, we saw a guy drive by in his uh, convertible, whatever, oh, oh, Sa- flatbed, <laughs> whatever. Santa. That was, was totally unexpected. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so, it was so funny. And this is this is actually something that, that was great. There's so much Christmas spirit, even though we didn't see tons of decorations like we expected. Right. During this pageant down the main street, because this park is right, you know, abuts the main street, it was like a truck towing a flatbed trailer or something behind it that had Santa. With a sleigh. With a sleigh and, and eight and, reindeers, including Rudolph. Now, they were the plastic ones, but they were going up into the sky. And Mrs. Santa. And Mrs. Claus was with him, and he had a microphone or something. He was saying, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. And it was so funny because it was like competing Christmases happening. It was because we this was still during the pageant. And if you think about it, and this is, this is kind of like how Christmas is here in the United States. It's a competition between the real story of the birth of Jesus. That's right. And the commercial, the commercial version, which is Santa Claus and all That's that, right. and they were kind of battling. But you know they what? Were. It all worked out, and and there wasn't a big street. And fight it was great or because like as they went by, Santa, Santa and Mrs. Claus, they were pointing. I see you. What are you doing here? Right. I see you. So oh, you know great. the kids were loving that. That was great. It was great stuff. But th- but this, as all good things do come to an end, the Christmas pageant and Santa went by, the sun set, and we were able to get some beautiful pictures because the park suddenly came alive with all the lights. Not only did the park come alive, though, I have to say, at night, I don't know what Solvang looks like the rest of the year, <laughs> but or, or, or any other Christmas year, I should say. But yes, then the lights were on in the places and you could see more Christmas decor. Right. And it was it was beautiful. Yeah, we went back into the town and we thought, you know what? 
Sure, we've been eating nonstop all day, but we're just not quite done. Got to chop it off. (laughs) (laughs) We found a place, again, a little nook. Somebody told us about this one, right? Or did you find it? I don't remember. I think, no, I think I saw it. I saw, we we walked by a, uh, you know, a center that had a whole bunch of shops. And I said, hey, there's an ice cream place back there. Really? And we went. Tucked away. And it was. It was back tucked away. And. Solvang Trolley ice cream parlor. Right. We looked at the menu. They actually had a lot of things to choose from. Oh, my gosh. They something, had a lot. Yeah, they did. Oh. There was something that apparently caught the eye of all three of us because it's what we all ended up ordering. Right. Lemon with uh, Oregon Marionberry ice cream. It was beautiful, which it I took a picture of, by the way. Unbelievable. It was so tart. And the Marionberries are, are fruity oh, and it was, smooth. And it was mm, really yeah. it was really a great topper. For a great evening, and it was there. actually very light. Um, I'm sure it had plenty of calories, but I mean, it was um, it wasn't a heavy ice cream. You know, it had a nice right. light, bright flavor, almost like a a, a lemon sherbet, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, but but it wasn't. It was creamy. You yeah, know, yeah, not, not sherbety. But, but we found Christmas. We did. We did, and it was great. It was great to uh, you know go down there and finally find the Christmas and all that and. Overall, what are what's your feeling about Solvang? We it was great. It was so I don't think I need to go back there for yeah. a decade or two. It's because yeah, yeah. it was it was a lot of the same things. But I I'm agree. glad I went and experienced it. Me too. But it was it was just a it was a great time. It I would go back time. that direction and look at other things like we did. I right. loved that. <laughs> yeah, and I certainly recommend it to to people. You, you've got to at least experience it once because it is it is really fun to go to something for like sure. that. Yeah. Yeah. By like, the way, there was a mission also in Solvang. Another oh yeah, one. the Santa did, Inez mission. Mm-hmm. We did we did uh, go and walk around Check that mission that there. Yeah. So so it was two missions as well in our little trip there. So that was our that was our trip that we did to find Christmas. And now Jana, uh, we posed a question online. Yeah, you know, we just wanted to know what our listeners uh, maybe they have a favorite Christmas memory, and I wanted to share a couple of the ones that people. Um, chimed in and told us about and they were all really great but I really liked these ones and just figured we don't have you know we don't want to extend this too long so I'll just give three okay so she's gonna give three of them and that's why we say we always say we want you to either call in on our listener line or hit us up on our social media and let us know when we ask a question we want you to participate so we can uh, feature you on the show we don't mind if you give us messages um, but we love it when you put it publicly on the wall because we also do get a lot of messages. Right. Yeah, so. we get a lot of private messages, but it's yep. like, get, get get post publicly so everyone else can see your nice stories. So this is from Joe. Joe says, I owned a radio station in the desert in a previous life. The new Honda dealer called me and said he had 10 high-tech scooters and asked me to pass them out for Christmas. A wonderful city councilwoman gave me a list of needy kids. My news director and I put on Santa hats and bought, brought a scooter to each kid Christmas morning. At the wow. last stop, we found two kids. We had one scooter left. We went to a local Circle K market that had a few toys, pooled our cash, and we were able to make each child happy. Wow. Carried on a tradition and went to kids who had a family member in hospice. The Salvation Army provided me with a load of toys and food boxes, distributed them throughout the greater San Bernardino area. Wow. Pretty nice. Now, that is a great story about the Christmas spirit. That's really sweet, Joe. Yeah, that is nice. Thank you for sharing that. This is from Tony. And Tony, with an I at the end, Tony. Hi, Tony. We went to high school together. My husband was having to deploy for a year in early December 2010. Deployment is rough, but the holidays are even harder. 
After a couple of weeks of processing, he called from New Jersey. He was getting a three-day weekend before they left the U.S. and wanted to know if our youngest son, only child, still at home, and I wanted to fly out to see him. Two days later, we were on a plane. We spent three days with him in New York, saw the tree in Rockefeller Center and the window displays at Macy's. It was so heartwarming to have that unplanned time together and to spend it in New York. It made it even more special. It made it a little easier to get through Christmas 10 days later. Wow. That is great. Nothing like getting together. That's right. Yeah, especially when the, when someone is deployed like that. You mm-hmm. know, you're going to miss them. That's a great story. And uh, this is from our listener, Tim. He says, in 1984, my mom was... Uh, uh, okay, so she was... Uh, what I'm trying to say. He didn't say it here. His mom is five years cancer-free, and this was back in 1984, and it was on Christmas Eve. She was considered officially in transmission, in remission. Right, right. We all felt like we could breathe. Oh, that kind of makes me want to cry. That's wonderful, because that hits close to home for me with um, what's going on with some of my family members. Right. So that would be a pretty special Christmas. And, you know, so in our search for Christmas, I wanted wanted to talk to you, Mark, about um, when I... I guess this comes with maturity as well. You know, there's something about the anticipation, uh, buying gifts for people mm-hmm. and being excited for them for, for them to open the gifts, which probably also comes with, with maturity. Because when we're younger, it's about what'd you get me? What'd you get me? What did I get? Right, right. When we get right. older, it's not that you don't appreciate the gifts, but also it's exciting to see the look on the face of the people that you love to see. Do they like what, what I got them? Right, right. Gifts, gifts, gifts. All right, so... The year before my now ex-husband left the house, uh, we didn't know that we were getting a divorce, but it was looking like it was going that way. And I remember um, spending Christmas here at this house with him. And it was, um, gosh, it was really an empty feeling. We got each other gifts, but it was so just like going through the motions. I was just going to say that, going through the motions. Yeah, there was. you could tell that the gifts, there was no thought or love put behind it. And I I don't want to (laughs) feel... Ooh, I'm not going to get emotional. The following year was my first Christmas here alone. And I wasn't going to put a tree up, because, but everybody expects you to. So I put a little tiny one up for everybody else to feel better about me having a tree. <laughs> so I put this little tree up and I had gifts like around it on the floor. And I spent that Christmas morning alone. And my, my mother and my stepfather was still alive at that time. And she said, come spend it with us. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't. I think that would have made me feel worse to go like, you know, being all a charity case. Okay, I'll have Christmas with you. I wanted to just spend it alone. So I did. And so Christmas morning, normally what it used to look like for me um, as a child, obviously, you know, you get up in the morning. Right. There's presents and stuff like that. It was the same with my husband and I. He was so excited for me to look at everything he got me. I think that was the joy for him. Right. So there was none of that. It was just... It was just me sitting there with some gifts and I opened them and it felt sad and it felt empty. And then my family came over for dinner and that all went away. Right. And I just realized the joy and the beauty of Christmas is having my family around me. And that's that is what it is every year. Now it was really important for me to go through that year, and I don't feel that way anymore. I mean, I have not remarried, but 
but I don't feel like I did that year. Now right. I, it's just I don't know. It's just different. I but I I had to experience that, that. That yeah, that first year like that is is tough. I I I, I feel for you. Yeah, I, well, I've I've been there. I've been there. Uh, after my uh, first divorce, uh, I had every other year was without my kids because they were with their mom out of state. Yeah, and so you know my first Christmas without my kids there was uh, very empty, even though I had family around. Are you <laughs> Looking okay? Looking for something to wipe the tears. <laughs> no, I have, I have I'm a, fine. Here, I have a here. Use this napkin. Okay. Poor Jana. Here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my. But I understand, and, and that and that is important. And, and as you know, we've we've talked personally. I've told you and your family how important you guys are to me, and that I'm so glad that I get to spend the holidays with you guys and be part of your family because because I love you guys. That, well, that's Christmas. <laughs> that's you know, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's the best part about Christmas. I've always known that my family. And close friends meant a lot to me, and it has always been a, a joyful part of the holidays. But after going through um, that that stage where you're finally disillusioned, and that it's not all just about gifts and gifts, 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 right, right. Um, that kind of thing is nice, and you're certainly always appreciative when people do things for you, but. It's just being surrounded by the people that you love. And yes, it is about the birth of Christ, if if that is what you believe in. Right. But, I mean, the way that in my family we celebrate that or um, show our appreciation for uh, the, the plan, the Savior's plan, is to be around each other and just be surrounded by love. Right. And what better way to spend any holiday? I agree. And I think that is... Uh... That is part of the Christmas spirit right there that you really need to, you know, that, that's what you got. You got the Christmas spirit. Embrace it. Exactly. If you guys have got any kind of Christmas stories that you'd like to share with us, we would love to hear them. You can go to Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. At Snack a Little. Or you can call our Google mm. Voice line. This is our listener call-in line at 909-572-0278. That is the end of our Christmas show for 2020. Our trying to avoid COVID Christmas and (laughs) trying to go out in the community and spend money and stay away from people and doing doing good things. and wintry (laughs) and Christmassy. So we hope you guys can be together with family or friends or loved ones for Christmas. Don't spend Christmas alone. Hey, give us a call. We'll, yeah. we'll chat with you. Send us a message. Post something on our Facebook wall. We're happy to talk with you. All right. Everyone come on have, back. Come on back. Have a Merry Christmas and tell your friends. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.